This episode is brought to you by my template shop on Etsy. That's right. I heard your feedback a couple months back and opened up a template store for all you Etsy lovers, and I have been blown away by the feedback so far. While all of my templates and bundles listed are already included inside my Playmaker Society monthly membership, now you have the option of purchasing these resources a la carte as you need them, which is perfect if you're not quite ready to jump in and join our Playmaker community quite yet. These templates and trainings start at just $7, are professionally developed and proven to work, and can save you hundreds of hours and dollars because, like you've probably heard a million times, there is no need to reinvent the wheel, especially when I have already created highly effective operations documents and templates and optimized them over the years to be exactly what you need in your business, exactly when you need them. Head to the show notes to browse my a la carte templates on Etsy starting at just $7 right now. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers, welcome back to the Profitable Play Podcast. It's me, your host, Michelle Caruana, and tomorrow is Thanksgiving if you celebrate. So I really wanted to get this episode out there today because something that I am keenly aware of is that I am often so guilty of really focusing on sharing the dark and scary and hard side about owning an indoor playground, right? I mean, I've talked so often about the many, many mistakes that I've made and more importantly, what those mistakes have cost myself and my family in terms of dollars, hours, and sanity lost. And I've also shared the mistakes that unfortunately many other owners have made as well. I've shared all the horror stories, the pitfalls, the customers that I swear have a goal of sucking every ounce of joy and soul out of our businesses. I've shared how demanding it can be to hire and manage a team and also how time-consuming it is to create and establish things like standard operating procedures that are actually effective and move our businesses forward. I've shared how shocked I was by how expensive some of the aspects of this business are and how counterintuitive and downright frustrating this business can be at times in terms of what actually works day in and day out in practice, you know, in real life, as opposed to what we see as outsiders looking into some of these play cafes on social media or in our hometowns. I've shared how lonely it can be as an entrepreneur and how devastating it can be when one of our most loyal supporters or even a loyal team member turns around and decides to open up a space of their own just down the block. I detailed my entire journey of selling my business and moving away from it both physically because I moved away from that town and emotionally and I shared how hard it was and how I'm still healing from that entire process. And while I shared all of this for good reason and with the pure intent of helping you not just avoid the mistakes that myself and others who have gone before you in this industry have made, but to help you truly grasp what it means to become a business owner in the play industry. 
Because the last thing I would ever want is for someone to embark on this journey unprepared. And that's the entire reason I've continued showing up and posting and creating content weekly on YouTube and multiple times per week here on this podcast and on my blog years after I sold my indoor play space. This industry is really where my heart is and my heart is with you, the passionate owner who is ready and willing to do whatever it takes to provide for you and your family and for your community. Because even though, yes, this industry can downright suck at times, and even though, yes, there are plenty of other less expensive, less risky ways to make money that are a heck of a lot easier, there's really nothing like owning a play space, like being responsible for hundreds of laughs and smiles and giggles every single day, like seeing milestone after milestone be achieved within our walls, like getting to sing happy birthday and take pictures of happy smiling families celebrating another trip around the sun, like being able to have employees and give them a way to learn and grow and provide for their families, like being able to give back to your community in a real tangible way that you can actually touch and feel. So today I wanted to share some things that I am so thankful for about my almost six year journey as a play space owner and now my ongoing, hopefully forever journey as an indoor playground business coach and leader. So if you're an owner right now and you're feeling overwhelmed, I want you to listen to this list and hopefully get reminded of why you opened your space in the first place or of why you're getting started to launch your space if you're getting ready to open. And I hope you take a moment and get excited about just how far you've come. Because the truth is, only about 1 in 50 people who buy my Play Cafe Academy course actually end up opening their space and getting to opening day. Many who purchase decide for whatever reason that the startup costs are too expensive or that they're not mentally or financially or emotionally ready or that it's just not a good fit for them. And I spend so much time in my course actually trying to dissuade people from opening this type of business because it is uniquely challenging and it's something that you can't really wrap your head around until you're in the thick of it. And while, you know, purchasing this course and then deciding to pivot or open another business model is absolutely okay and 100% valid, I mean, so much of my course is stuff I learned in business school because as you know, I have a master's degree in economics. So, so much of this knowledge and templates and resources, they can be applied to any business. So while that's absolutely okay and valid, and I do not fault anyone for purchasing my course and not opening. In fact, I that's one of the reasons why my course is priced the way it is. And it's not three, four, five thousand dollars like some people have suggested I charge. I want people who are not quite sure that this business is right for them. I want them to take the course and think really deeply and really hard if this is actually a journey that they see themselves on. Because again, it is uniquely difficult. And I know all of my current owners are probably smiling listening to this right now because that's a phrase that you can't really, again, grasp until you're in the thick of it. So if you have opened your business, whether it's a physical space or a mobile business, let's show some gratitude to ourselves and our businesses, okay? Because my business has given me so much and so much of that is quite honestly priceless and there are things that most business models, including my online business right now, just cannot compete with. 
So while there are a unique set of challenges with this business, there are also a unique set of benefits. So as we get ready to head into the Thanksgiving holiday, let's talk about what I'm thankful for. And then I would love to hear what you're thankful for. So I'm going to open up my questions box on Instagram. So let me know, follow me on Instagram and tell me what you're thankful for, for your business. All right. So the first thing I put on my thankful list is that I'm so thankful that I didn't have to miss a second of my kid's childhood that I didn't want to for whatever reason, for like a date night or something like that. And what I mean by that is before I opened my space, I was working a corporate job. It was an hour commute each way. It was, you know, an eight to five. So I was basically waking my kids up, breastfeeding them, taking them to daycare, picking them up from daycare and putting them to bed. And it just wasn't compatible with the life that I envisioned for myself. So I quit and I opened my space and it allowed me to run a business and provide for my family while still being with my kids pretty much every second. And if you follow my YouTube channel, you'll know that it was much more difficult than I expected to bring my kiddos to work with me. I have horror story after horror story about things they've done in front of customers and sales I've lost because they were behind the counter with me. But overall, I'm so thankful that I got to really be with my kids full time while running a business. Next is that I'm so thankful that we got to set our own schedule. So we had a fully staffed play space, meaning I didn't have to be there working unless I wanted to. So I could sign my kids up for a 10 a.m. music class at another facility. We could decide that we wanted to go to the zoo in the middle of the day if we, want, if we wanted to. And having two kiddos, one with special needs that required a lot of doctor's appointments, being able to set my own schedule, you know, even weeks in advance or even just when I woke up that morning, depending on how we were feeling, was such a blessing. The next thing that I was thankful for, that I got to say yes to so many opportunities that I wouldn't have been able to say yes to if I was working a corporate job. Things like attending my kids' school events, volunteering in the classroom, showing up super early to their holiday concert so that we got the best front row center seat. I got to say yes to being a field trip chaperone. I got to say yes to so many opportunities that, again, I would have never been able to say yes to had I been working a traditional job or had a business that didn't involve my kids. The next thing I'm thankful for is that we got to set the rules and policies for our indoor playground. And I am a little guilty of adapting them and changing them as I grew as a parent, as I better understood how little kids work. And as my own family was kind of growing and evolving. So I was really thankful that I got to be the boss in my space. I got to set their rules as they worked. And of course, you know, I would never set a policy that didn't benefit all of the customers and everyone in the space. But it was really nice that, you know, if we wanted to close early for an afternoon for whatever reason to have a play date, or if I just wanted the space to ourselves, I was allowed to close early. I was the business owner. I got to make the rules. And that was something that my kids just thought was so cool. And it was just such a blessing, again, as a parent of two young children, especially because my husband was traveling a lot at the time. And it was just nice to get my kids out of the house. And it was nice to be able to close early if we needed to for whatever reason. The next thing that I'm so thankful for is that I got to have nine birthday parties for my kids in my indoor playground space. So I got to control every aspect of it. I got to, you know, show all of my family and friends and 
my neighbors and things like that, the business that I was so incredibly proud of. And we have photo album after photo album and scrapbook after scrapbook showcasing all of these nine birthday parties that we had in my own business that I built with my you know, two hands. I mean, yeah, of course, we had a lot of help from contractors, but all of it was designed by me. I picked out the colors. I picked out the toys. I picked out the carpet. I picked out the floor that everyone stepped on. It was just such a point of pride. And I know that my kids are going to look back on those birthday parties and think it was so freaking cool that they got to have it in their own indoor playground. Next, and I kind of alluded to this, but I'm so thankful that we had a place to go in those early morning hours when, you know, my kids woke up at four in the morning and they were bouncing off the walls by six. I didn't have to wait for an indoor playground to open. I could throw my kids in the car, especially if my husband was traveling, and just head to our cafe and I could sit on my laptop and type some emails or get some work done and they would be able to play in the play area. I wouldn't have to worry about anyone else being around. And again, didn't matter if it was 6 a.m. or if it was 10 p.m. It was just so nice to have a place to go whenever we wanted to. We could have it for private play dates. We could invite family and friends there off hours. It was just such a cool thing and something that a lot of people probably don't think of. And I know a lot of business owners that were open during COVID. I mean, I sold my business right before COVID, but I know that a lot of indoor playground owners during COVID really appreciated having their space available to have a space to go when they were locked up in the house otherwise. And of course, they couldn't accept customers at that time, which was a huge bummer, but it was nice for them to have a space to go and bring their kiddos to get a change of scenery and get some play in without having to expose themselves to outside germs. Next, I'm thankful for all the classes and the really unique options and experiences that my kids were able to have that they probably wouldn't have had otherwise. So my kids have been to hundreds of Spanish classes, sign language classes, music classes, things that we would have never been able to do if I didn't own the facility, whether it's due to money constraints or time constraints. They really got to experience not just the classes themselves, but also the setup process, the teardown process, the cleanup process. I think it's really cool to give them a behind the scenes look in what it takes to operate that kind of class, including the actual instruction itself. So that was really cool. Next, I'm thankful for all the relationships that I was able to form as a result of this business. And not just with the local business owners that I worked with and the local parents that I worked with, but also with all of the indoor playground owners that I've been so lucky to connect with and that I still work with every single day and hopefully will work with well into the future. So the relationships is probably, you know, one of the top things on my list and I'm so, so grateful for it. And similar to classes, I'm also thankful for the dozens and dozens, maybe even hundreds, honestly, of events that my kiddos were able to attend. So Halloween events, Christmas events, character events, crafting events. My kids got a front row seat for everything. So of course they attended every single event with me, but as I said, it was also really cool to show them exactly what it takes to get something like that set up. They really got to see what it was like to be a brick and mortar business owner and work with other business owners, work with party coordinators, work with other vendors. And I think it taught them a lot about relationships and negotiating and being kind and understanding and compromising. So these are just some lessons that are so unique to a brick and mortar business that, you know, I'm just so thankful for. Next, I am so thankful that my kids got to feel so important. So what I mean by that is 
they got to test out every single toy before we brought it into the facility. I let them pick out a lot of the toys that we brought into the facility, a lot of the events that we did. I let them pick out a lot of the crafts that we incorporated into our classes and events. And they were a deeply integral part of our business. And I made sure that they felt that and they remembered that every single day. Their picture was all over our social media channels. They were in our videos. They were on our website. And again, I really valued their feedback. Of course, my youngest son was too young when we first were getting started and in those first couple years. But my older son, he still remembers every single thing. He remembers doing the snack tasting. He remembers the hot chocolates that we used to make for the kids. He really remembers being involved in all of those different decisions. And again, I am so thankful that I involved him so deeply in the business because Again, he still talks about it constantly, and he still tells his friends and teachers and anyone he comes across about how important he was to the business. And then, of course, I'm also thankful for all of the extras and vacations and things that we were able to enjoy as a result of owning the business, and not just the things that we were able to buy with the extra money. I was also so thankful for the things that we were able to barter for. So owning an indoor play space, that's an asset, right? And even something that isn't a huge direct cost to you. So for example, doesn't really cost you a whole lot for one more person to walk in your door on a given day. Of course, unless you're at capacity, but you know, having open play passes, having gift cards, having things like that to give out to other business owners, it allowed us to barter for quite a bit. I bought um, baby carriers with play passes and packs of play passes. I bought piano lessons with packs of play passes. I bought all sorts of different business services and toys and used items and things like that as a barter arrangement with my indoor playground business. So again, not just the money, it was also all of the things that we were able to get through those unique arrangements, which again, a lot of people don't consider or think about when they're opening their business. So even if we weren't making a ton of extra profit from our business, it still would have been able to give us so many extras that we probably wouldn't have been able to get before. Next, and I kind of mentioned this before, but I'm so thankful that it taught my kids all about entrepreneurship. And now my son is so interested in owning his own business. He wants to go to business school. He wants to read business books. He, you know, is the kid always setting up the lemonade stand. He's selling his baseball cards on eBay. He really got that entrepreneurial bug. And I think it's so important to at least tell kids that they have options, right? There's no set path that you have to follow in order to be successful. You can define success on your own terms, whether that looks like a brick and mortar business, whether that looks like an online business, whether that looks like going to college and getting a traditional job, being an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. I'm so thankful that not only did it show my kids that there are options in terms of how you define success for yourself, but even if you choose one path, you can abandon that path and pivot to something different. Even if you went to college for something, even if you have an amazing stable job, I quit a six-figure job that I worked really hard that I got a master's degree for. I had been with that company for almost 10 years. And one day I just decided that it wasn't right for my family. It wasn't fitting my definition of success. So I picked up, I quit my job on good terms. Of course, I gave them plenty of notice, but I quit. And I pivoted and I went into entrepreneurship, something I never imagined for myself growing up, but something that became really important as I started to have kids and 
want more time with my son. So I'm so glad that I was able to show them all of these different things and really give them, again, a front row seat so that they know that if they're on a path that they no longer enjoy, or if they're not sure if they want to go to college, or if they're kind of trying to decide what their version of success looks like, I'm glad that I at least gave them exposure to many different versions of that throughout their life. So I'm so thrilled about that. That's probably number one on this list because again, my older son especially still talks about it all the time. And even the lessons and things that I would swore he wouldn't remember, he absolutely does. He talks about it at show and tell. He brings his scrapbooks. He brings his photo albums. And I'm always amazed at the things and the lessons, as I mentioned, that he's still able to remember and carry with him even years later, even though he was like six years old when we sold the business. So I'm so thankful for that. And then lastly, and this is another really important one, I'm glad that my kids got to see me be human and make tons of mistakes and cry and put literal blood, sweat, and tears into this business and also get back up and learn from my mistakes and pivot and keep going even when things got really hard. I think seeing your parents make mistakes and be human and again, get back up and not let them deter them or get them down permanently. I think that's just as important as showing them what it takes to run a business. And again, my son is so full of perseverance and tenacity, I think because of that. So that is something that I will be eternally grateful for. And again, I just don't think that would be possible with any old business model. I think it's very unique to the brick and mortar business and especially the indoor play space because he was with me behind the counter day in and day out for years, for his entire childhood. So, so thankful for that. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it helped you feel so much gratitude towards your own business, towards your own journey. And don't forget, make your kids feel involved and important even if it feels like they're too young or even if it feels like they're not going to remember or pick up on something, I promise you I'm constantly shocked at what my son is still able to recall and remember and talk about to this day. So involve them. I can't stress that enough. And let me know what you are grateful for about your business. I would love to hear it. All right. Have an amazing Thanksgiving holiday if you celebrate. And I will see you right back here on Monday. 